0: And welcome to episode 70, another landmark episode of Eddie and Caleb's Cast. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Eddie at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore Hero. Our Instagram is E-C cast, and our Gmail is E-C cast at gmail.com. Check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. The recording date is July 19. Eddie, how are you doing on this lovely Monday evening?
1: Hmm.
2: Doing okay. Doing okay.
0: Yeah. Just okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you're not do So what you're saying is you're not doing fantastic. No. Mm. Fair enough. Well, folks, speaking of fantastic, we are here to review the 2005 piece of cinema known as The Fantastic Four. Or pardon me, pardon me. Drop the the. Just Fantastic Four. It's cooler.
2: More like Fantastic Snore.
0: I was going to go bore, but fair enough. And funny enough, when I watched this the first time this week, well, I'd seen it before as a kid and be like, oh, it's kind of cool, but I was like 10 years old. History with the movie. Um. <laughs> But first time watching it this past week, I fell asleep. Well,
2: my history with this movie, I I just – the trailers didn't really do much for me, and I ended up renting it, and this week was the second time I've ever seen it. So I – it didn't even get my money in the theater. I just – it wasn't – I could kind of tell that, like, this one's going to be a lot closer to Daredevil than it is uh, Spider-Man.
1: Mmm.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong, man. Um, so, first things first, let's dig up the old time capsule. This is where you would insert some music if we had any, but, oh Oh, well. I, eh, I don't have really... It's not a big deal. Okay. It's not a big deal. Um... Maybe like a, a cover of Time Warp from uh, Rocky Horror, but either way, um, th- this was released on July 18 or pardon me, July 8, 2005. So roughly a week and a half ago, 11 year or pardon me, 13 year. My math is way off. 16 years to the day. Gosh, goodness gracious! Your champions in wrestling at the time. In the WWE, on Raw, you had John Cena as the WWE Champion. On SmackDown, you had Batista as the World Heavyweight Champion. In Ring of Honor, you had the one, the only, the cult of personality CM Punk himself as the Ring of Honor World Champion. And in TNA, you had Raven holding the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, which he won in one of the dumbest gimmick matches ever, known only and simply as the King of the Mountain.
2: Oh, man, I don't remember Raven ever winning that belt.
0: Yep, won it in the, okay, Slammiversary 05. He wasn't even originally in the match. Uh, Jeff Jarrett had to be, like, taken out of the match, escorted out of the building because he hit a fan. Oh, my God. And then Raven was the suitable replacement, and Raven won and became champion.
2: Well, good for him.
0: Yes, yes number one song in the country known as the United States at the time, (laughs) still known as the United States, but at the time, the number one song, of course, We Belong Together, Mariah Carey, just dominating, just dominated the summer of 05, bro. Well, that's good for her. Yeah, absolutely. And we were probably doing more of the same. Uh, I don't really have anything of note to mention, but that's whatever. I, oh man,
2: I just remember, okay, so bear with me one second, do you remember, Damn it. I know, sorry, do you remember what I said last week about, uh,
0: I don't remember what I had for dinner last night, so now,
2: I said last week that I would consider, oh my gosh, this is being super picky. Let me try again. I said last week that I would consider um, uh, looking up my old college transcript to see what I was doing at the time, specifically what classes I was taking. I'm trying to log in now, but obviously I don't remember my password from that many years ago, so I'm trying to reset it right now. So please bear with me, because these rules are really pissing me off. Okay, I'm in. (laughs) Now... Let's see if we can go back that far. As in the meantime, uh, find something else to talk about.
0: Okay, well, fans were back last night at Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, Texas, for Money in the Bank. That was a that was a fun time. Slam anniversary was in Nashville the night before, and that was also a fun time. You had several appearances from outside wrestlers such as Jay White, Mickey James, Thunder Rosa. Um, Several, several. You even saw teases for uh, Matt Raywalt. I think is his shoot name, but Aiden English from the Um There was someone else. Oh, No Way Jose.
2: Oh, he's just called which, No Way, uh, I heard.
0: No Way Jose. Yeah, that's what his name was on the uh, little uh, marquee they give him on his entrance. So, I believe, to avoid getting sued, yes, his name will be No Way.
2: Well, I don't think I have the ability to look at...
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is you have no way to look at that.
2: Yeah, I have to request the official transcript. I would have thought that they would keep your grades... I mean, the fact that my profile still exists leads me to think that it's like, well, why can't I see my old grades and my old classes? Like, I don't need the official transcript. I'm not trying to enroll in grad school again, but... Um, you know, I would just, uh, you know, I just thought they would have it, maybe. I don't want to pay for it. That that
0: doesn't seem no. wise. No need. No need. So, I didn't realize this, but apparently you didn't go to Ohio State. And with that included, or with that now known, pardon me, um, what is the mascot of the college that you did go to?
2: I went to 2. So, well,
0: the the four year that you went to.
2: Oh, Otterbein is a Cardinal. Nice, dude. Nice. Yep. Yeah. And then uh the the community college was a Cougar.
0: Wow, funny enough that my high school shared the same mascot.
2: Yeah, I believe I Okay, so I've had Cougar, Cardinal, and then high school was uh red raider so indian native american and then middle school was a fighting irish so got a little mm. bit of everything
0: yeah apparently so apparently so um let's see do we want to get back to uh, we talked about the time capsule um
2: what in the world is that noise
0: could be my dog snoring i don't know
2: oh that's probably it
0: Charlotte making her first appearance on the podcast. Shout out. Um, yeah, that's right, folks. We got Charlotte. Oh. Uh, not the queen. Not the queen. Um, let's see here. No. She's staring at me. She's tired. She said enough of my crap. Um, facts and figures and everything in between. This movie had a budget of... I checked multiple sources and I kept coming up with $100 million, So that's what I went with. Do you agree? Or did you find another number? I only found 100 million. Okay, all right. So 100 million was the budget then. This had a box office, and by God, of course it did, summer blockbuster and riding off the the uh, equity built up by Spider-Man too. Um, 335 million, somehow.
2: Yeah, it was um... enough to make. Yeah, I mean, I I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I don't. Whatever. It's it sucks because it's like uh, it's disappointing. This movie made money, but uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, it you know had Jessica Alba was big at the time, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Fantastic Four riding high off the momentum, but in today's money, it's three twenty four point eight million.
0: Wait, so, so this has decreased with inflation?
2: No, because the profit oh, was two hundred and thirty three point
0: five. Sorry, yeah, the profit line. My bad, my bad. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Yes, yes. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Um, critically, this got a twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and from the fans, from the uh, spectators, it's got a forty five. So, even fans were like.
2: Oh my gosh, I think I may have actually found the unofficial transcript.
0: Oh my god, breaking news
2: here. Okay, so let me go back to the time capsule before we dive into the whatever the hell we were bid to do next uh, cast, I guess. Okay, so this was, what, July of 05?
0: Yes. Okay. Man, this is good stuff right here. Bro, I... I frickin' put the time capsule back in the dirt, and you made me just dig it back up.
2: Summer of 05. I apparently took the summer off. (laughs) 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 All that build-up. Damn it. Well, okay, um... Man. Uh... Well,
0: I'll just go back cuz that's a lot of build up for nothing. Did you did you, did you see this in the theaters in the summer of 2005? No, I said I rented it. Oh, well pardon pardon moi. I'm very Well, I'll,
2: I'll I'll just go back to spring then.
0: Uh-oh. I blame the aspartame from diet soda. That's
2: what I blame. It's okay. So in the spring of '05, here's the classes I was taking. Just two. Hmm. Well, they were two 5-hour classes. It was uh, yeah. writing about Amer- the American experience. I'm sure that class has very much changed since then. Oh, I'm sure. And intro to American government, which I'm sure has also changed quite a bit since then. <laughs> yeah, so, I, w- I would I would bet so. Intro to government. You know, I think I remember that class because I remember having – the teacher was actually pretty good, and he was completely unbiased, which was was rare
0: yeah the writing sure. about
2: the American experience I have no memory of taking that class <laughs> huh. so Fair all right, there we go
0: got yeah, it. sorry, go ahead.
2: I'm just saying I got it, and I got autumn of o five winter, spring, apparently summer, I went in o six of summer, so get excited
1: mm-hmm,
0: yeah, get excited when we talk about other movies <laughs> um. Let's see here. As far as, okay, by the way, critics gave this a 27, fans gave it a 45. Um, this had two notable awards or nominations, either way. The Golden Schmoes of 2005, this one, biggest disappointment of the year.
2: That's, uh,
0: yeah, I, I get that. That means people were hyped about this, bro. Like, that's, well, to me, that's the worst.
2: And yeah, it, I mean you gotta think.
0: Very excited to see this, and then they got what they got.
2: Well, listen, you gotta think. Um, let's see. So recent big name superhero movies, you had, you know, X Men, X Two, Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Hulk was a stumble, Daredevil was a stumble, but um, you know we had just seen Jessica Alba in Sin City, that was really good. So. Overall, I mean, oh, and Batman Begins. God, forget that. So overall, um, I would say people should have been, people should have had expectations for it. You know, the template was there of how to make a good movie, and uh, they ignored it, but that's okay.
0: Also, as far as the very prestigious Golden Raspberries go, Jessica Alba was nominated for Worst Actress.
1: Yeah,
2: I can't argue that one. I love Jess Galba,
0: but, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, uh, she worked very hard to earn it. Did she? (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough.
2: Um, sorry, I was just saving this transcript so I could spare everybody from this doldrums of radio, um, but it's saved now, so we're good. Uh, well, yeah, do you want to just get into the cast then?
0: Uh, yeah, I would love to get into the cast, especially Michael Chiklis.
2: Mm-hmm. We can start Sorry. with him.
0: It's, it's a sex joke. I was I was kidding. Oh, okay. No need to start with Michael Chiklis. Uh, shout out Carrie Washington. Uh, let's see her name. Alicia Masters, the blind girl who fell in love with the thing.
2: Yeah, her one scene.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Very, uh very well and fleshed out romance for sure. Um Julian McMahon as Victor Von Doom. I'm trying to figure out if this was the best or worst performance for a villain I've ever seen. Because I really hated him, but I'm not sure if it's X Pac Heat, you know?
2: I was completely uninspired by this. It was to me, it's not best or worse. It was just like, yep, that's a villain. Moving on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sorry if you hear any noise in the background there. That's my sincerest apologies. But um,
2: That's okay. You didn't hold up a show looking for an American government class.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, I didn't take an American government class, too. Not, not at a collegiate level, anyway. But yeah, I don't know. I just (laughs) the thing I remember as a kid being like, oh, my God, that's the guy from Charmed and being very excited because I loved Charmed as a kid. (laughs) Well, yeah, um, did you watch Charmed? No, not a bad show. Not a bad show. I mean, Rose McGowan's off her rocker now, but that's whatever.
2: No, you'll have that.
0: Yeah, sure enough. <clears throat> the man we would all go Dickless for, Michael Chickless as Ben Grimm slash the Thing. What did you think of Mr. Chickless here? What about Dickless? Yeah, who doesn't go, who doesn't want to go Dickless for Chickless, You know.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> sorry, it's an old uh, Jake and Amir reference.
2: All right. Well, you know, I'll say this: I actually thought he did pretty good. He was the one. Um one what's well, the one guy in the movie where it's like I actually felt something for like I actually like wow his character got a little bit of depth wow this guy actually seems like he's trying and it, his uh his his character's actually kind of interesting so yeah I was um yeah I I was I I dug uh Chickles as the thing
0: I liked it yes Yes, but would you go Dickless for him? No. Oh, uh, you wouldn't? You wouldn't go Dickless for Chickless. Gotcha. Um, of course not. Wow. No commitment to the cause whatsoever. You probably didn't even watch The Shield. Nope. Man. Next up, his first appearance. To the surprise of some people, maybe. His first appearance here in the Hero Cast. Chris Evans as Johnny Storm slash the Human Torch. Man, he he played the role of uh, frat boy douchebag very well. Yeah, his character. Which makes it. it sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I I just I love to do it. Um, it makes it all the more surprising that he played he plays Steve Rogers so well years down the line.
2: Yeah, this was the character inspiration. And by the way, did you got your recast your recast it? Spoiler alert for what we'll be doing later. Uh. <laughs> he forgot folks,
0: I did, but as you go through the plot, I'm gonna be recasting these people,
2: okay, well, I did my homework
0: so but... we're doing we're doing the villain and the fantastic four right
2: yeah dr. doom and the four so um so yeah here's here was the the character motivation for um for johnny storm it was guy yeah guy who likes to do extreme sports and sleep with women and that's pretty much the extent of his character
0: hey not just women okay maria menounos bro yeah that's true you go to regal theaters uh there's newbie advertisements that play before the trailers and she's always on them
2: i remember when i used to have a regal
0: Okay, so you do your. Did you see those then?
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, join, get here to the theater early, and he see for uh, whatever segment yeah. was. Yeah, was, it was like the most easy trivia ever. Like, you know what? Uh, what house did Harry Potter join? Like, was it? I was like, okay. <laughs> I they houses? It was uh, even called houses? I don't even remember what the.
0: Clearly, it was Hufflepuff.
2: Yeah, uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Evans was. Uh, this was. I'll tell you what. Not that his performance was nearly this bad, or the character was nearly this bad, but this was a case of Catwoman and Halle Berry, where it's like, you know, the actor's good, but the material is so bad that it's like, what what can you really do with this? You know, um, what what, what can you do? Nothing you can do. So it's like hey, I like to go fast and do extreme sports. Oh, I hate being cooped up in this house. Johnny Storm would have hated COVID, by the way.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, by the way, one amendment to um, let's recast it, making its epic return. Um, Since we all know the obvious answer for Mr. Fantastic, of course, John Krasinski, we cannot use him. Yeah, that's who
2: I would pick, but I've got that's someone else. That's who everyone else. would pick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's it is a good pick, and I I hope that he that's who gets it. But we yeah. you know we figured, hey, look, they're um they're gonna be announcing the cast here, supposedly you know um any week now. But figured, yeah. hey, we're doing it. They're announcing the cast soon, so why not get ahead of it?
0: Yeah, you may as well.
2: Yeah, so.
0: Oh, uh, Um. by the way, yeah, Chris Evans, uh, kind of a one-note character. Uh, This movie feels very disjointed because it feels like, oh, it's a rom-com, and then you've got Chris Evans here trying to get laid, doing extreme sports, very early 2000s of him, and also it's supposedly a hero movie. Um, It's like, you know how Todd Phillips got the green light for Joker? When he, like, because he had the screenplay, you know, written and everything, and then he attached it to the DC universe, and that's when it got the green light. I didn't know that. This kind of feels like, like the director Tim story was given, like, hey, you know, we don't want to lose the rights, so we need to release a Fantastic Four movie. So just, this felt like the opposite. It's like, you have a Fantastic Four movie, And it's like, okay, direct something, give us, like, two hours, and do your thing.
2: Yeah, I I would agree. Um, I know there's a... uh, Sorry,
0: can you hear a mower?
2: No. I know there's... I'm going to see if it's on YouTube. I don't think it is, but... eh, maybe it is. I've said that before, and then I look, and it's like, oh, it's been up there for eight years. But there was a Fantastic Four in the 90s, a movie... Um, that was, like, supposedly intended to be bad, so that... Yeah, I guess it is on YouTube. Um, But yeah, it's supposed to be horrendous, and it was, like, done so, so that they would lose money and then make it up in taxes or something. I, I could be all wrong, but anyway. There's something with that, where it's from 1994. It was an unreleased movie. It's atrocious looking, but... That's part of the, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't fit the criteria. It was not released. So, um, anyway, just throwing that out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, um, oh, the Invisible Girl, Jessica Alba. Or did we talk about her enough already that we can skip her? Well,
2: I have a couple things to say. So, number one... You know how, like, in life, um, you'll see people, could be any race, any age, but it's like, wow, that person doesn't look like a doctor, or that person doesn't seem like they'd be a mechanic, or that person, whatever.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, just person looks like they work here. Yes,
2: and it's like, Jessica Alba, who is, like, a gorgeous, you know, supermodel, does not look like a scientist. Not that you can't be an attractive scientist, but, like, Come on. <laughs> I mean I think yep. I think part of casting is you have to cast people that look like what they would what you would imagine them being. So yeah, that is uh, it
0: was, Wait, uh, seriously you cannot hear this mower. Oh I
2: can hear it now.
0: <laughs> okay, well I'm going to another room.
2: <laughs> well who's mowing? Your neighbors?
0: Uh, no, some kid we pay to do our yard.
2: Oh, jeez. You can't even mow your own yard.
0: Uh, I have a backstory for why I don't mow my own yard, so I'll just please reserve judgment. You're lazy. No, that's not it at all. I will uh, tell you off the air so you don't look like an ass in front of our viewership.
2: <laughs> you can't handle the power of a mower.
0: No, you are sincerely going to be like, oh, why did I make this joke?
2: No, it's probably something like,
0: oh, my back. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. Like I said, I will tell you off the air.
2: All right. I'm trying to, like, talk and also read about this 94 Fantastic Four movie and why it wasn't released. It doesn't, I don't know. Probably because it sucked. That'd be my guess. <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, the other reason of Sue Storm, uh, Jessica Alba, I guarantee you they were like, well, we need someone, like a big name actor, and she was big at the time, and uh, what if we could shoehorn in a thing where it's like she's stripping, but then her power goes out, and then it's like we can see her in her bra and panties and throw that in the trailer. Guarantee you that was discussed.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: So that's another reason. It's like, hey, look, you can see – you can see Jess Galbrainer bra and panties for, like, all of a half a second before she covers up.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty good half second, but, I mean, there's no reason yeah. to cast someone who's not right for the role.
0: Yeah, plus this was, like, the internet was really a thing at the time. Like, you can find free porn. It's not that hard. It was coming around. <laughs> or maybe it was that hard this
2: no I see what you did there
0: that's a boner joke
2: well speaking of Boners uh, we got one more <laughs> um, what was this what was the guy's name you had to look up
0: okay so folks I'm gonna tell you how his name is spelled <laughs> I'm also gonna tell you that he's Welsh so the way it's spelled, you would never guess this is the enunciation. First name I O A N Pronounced Yoan. So okay, that's not okay, that's not a stretch. A pun, absolutely intended. Um, <laughs> last name spelled G-R-U. F F U D D. You'd think Gruffid. No, it's Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta love those those foreign names, you know? You gotta love it.
2: I take back what I said. The uh, story of why this movie didn't get released is actually quite funny. <laughs> Uh-oh. Real quick, before we talk about old Mr. Fantastic, uh, Arad, or I guess the director, I don't know, who cares, someone in with the movie, recalled in 2002 that while on a trip to Puerto Rico in 1993, a fan noticing Arad's Fantastic Four shirt expressed excitement over the film's upcoming premiere, of which Arad said he was unaware Concerned how the low-budget film might cheapen the brand, he said he purchased the film for a couple of million dollars in cash and not having seen it, ordered all prints destroyed in order to prevent its release. (laughs) I love that he had so much money that he didn't even bother to watch it to see if it did suck. I mean, it looks like it did, but it's just... uh, It's got a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, isn't that better than what this movie got? (laughs)
0: I mean, I would think so, yeah. Maybe.
2: Man. Uh, That's funny. Anyway, yeah, Mr. Fantastic uh, was boring. I mean, it just... And the CGI around him was pretty bad. I mean, we should be a little better with our CGI in 05 than we are in this movie. So that was disappointing. But yeah, I didn't buy him and Jessica Alba as a thing for one second. And, uh, yeah, he, his no, character. Michael
0: Chickless was the thing.
2: Yeah, Michael Chickless was good in this, but, uh, this, his, Mr. Fantastic, just not very fantastic.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. It's a pretty good headline.
0: Yes. The Not Very Fantastic Four? Yeah. Mm. Go off. Alright. <laughs> uh... Oh, shoot. We can get it. Now, huh?
2: Yeah, I was waiting for what was next, and I lost my train of thought. I've been doing a lot of other side projects during this episode, but anyway. Yeah. So Reed Richards and his buddy Ben Grimm meet with the most obvious villain ever. And by the way, <laughs> he's got a, a statue being made out front for him. Just keep that in mind.
0: Right down to his name, Victor Von Doom.
2: Yep. Doom is his name, so there you go. But uh, pleasure
0: is a game. It is. He didn't say that. I just added that to the <laughs> to the make it more interesting, you know.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah, um, so yeah, they they meet with the most obvious villain, Victor Von Doom, and Reed wants Doom's money because Reed's a broke physicist, and. His space station, he wants access to his space station. Basically, Victor Von Doom is, uh, what's his, uh, I don't know if he would be more, um, the oh, I can't remember his name, uh, Tesla, Elon Musk, or um, Jeff Bezos. I guess Bezos, because Bezos is going into space, I think this week, <laughs> or this month, maybe. But, yeah, Victor Von Doom is basically Jeff Bezos.
0: Yeah, freaking billionaire.
2: Yeah. (sighs) So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Reed wants Doom's money and his access to his space station to run experiments, to do the whole, oh, people can live longer and we can cure diseases spiel that you hear in, like, every superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But they need to investigate this storm cloud. It's in space, and that's how they'll need to do it. And inside the space station, they'll be protected from the storm or whatever. And Von Doom does agree to do it, and they'll all be sent to space. And it's like, oh, with just a few days in space. What's the worst that could happen? I'm like, <laughs> Okay. So we are also introduced to Doom's... I, I guess assistant, I don't know what she was, but it's Sue Storm, who used to date Reed Richards. And Ben says he'll be piloting, but they're like, no, we have a pilot. It's Sue's brother Johnny, and Johnny is a crazy guy who likes fast cars, fast women, and motorcycles.
0: Dude, he's so crazy. I bet he gets so much poon.
2: He likes motorcycles because they're small and dangerous.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That was Just from uh, Creed Thoughts, the blog.
0: Oh, my
2: God. If you pause Creed it on
0: Tho- Creed Thoughts, it, uh, he's like... org.
2: Yeah, whatever it is. But if you pause it, he wrote, he writes, like, I like motorcycles because they're small and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Good but, stuff. But anyway, uh, time timeout with this movie. So they're talking about going into space. Like, my friends and I talk about, like, going to spring break in college. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a couple days. It'll be fine. And... I mean, it takes years of training to go into space. I mean, like, Johnny mentions NASA, so okay, maybe he maybe he went there. I, I would question that because he's young, but okay, maybe. Uh, Reed Richards is a physicist, so I'll buy that he might have the knowledge of working in space and maybe even flying into space, but it still takes, like, years of training. You've got to do underwater simulations. There's zero-gravity training. So I'm already out on this movie. Like this premise is ridiculous. The way they're like, then the the line that killed me was, oh, "It's a few days in space. What's the worst that could happen?" It's like, <laughs> it's space. It's a really long process to do this, and they're acting like, "Yeah, you guys want to just, you guys want to just drive down to South Beach and uh, we'll, we'll leave uh, we'll leave Thursday night and get there, you know, Friday evening." It's like,
0: you guys want to, you know, fly into space? Maybe hump an alien? I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, it, right, this is the scene where you can tell, like, oh, this is uh, it's going to be one of those Marvel movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's not going to be Spider-Man or X-Men. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Reed still has the hots for Sue, but she's dating Von Doom. And all five go into space. No crew, I noticed. Just five people. That's all you need. And Yes, yeah, dis- no, that,
0: that's literally all you need is just five people to get space. That's it. Yeah, uh, you
2: know, whatever. And I love that they're arguing about who's gonna pilot it. Like that's not determined months ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it should go to the most experienced person. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't work for NASA, but that's how I would do it. Anyway, uh, yeah. They go into space, and Reed discovers that the storm is ahead of schedule, and Doom is about to propose to Reed, or sorry, (laughs) that'd be a different movie. Yes,
0: yes, Doom is going to propose to Reed
2: Richards. (laughs) That'd make a very different movie. No, Doom is about to propose uh, to Sue, but Reed stops uh, stops it, which I, I thought, like, that's it's probably good, because then her name would be Sue Doom, and that's a really stupid name.
0: Yeah, that's like Julia Gulia. <laughs> what was that from? A uh, Wedding Singer.
2: That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, Doom closes the shields of the ship, and Ben gets left outside the ship, and the other four are hit by the storm. And, yeah, Doom was pretty much willing to kill Ben.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, uh, but, and Jessica Alba's like, yeah, hey, you can't just leave them out there. And he's like, watch me. Yeah, so he's... Like, oh, you're, you're that kind of villain, got you. Yeah,
2: obvious, no motivation. I mean, it's like, even the shields didn't protect them, so... And yeah. Doom and Ben got the worst of it, so... Yeah. Now, back on Earth, they're all in quarantine in Doom's medical facility. They tease that Ben turned into the thing, but he hasn't. Ha
0: <laughs> ha. Yeah, that that did get a chuckle out of me. I'm not gonna lie. I I yeah
2: I I I think I it might have when I saw it initially, but um, it was uh I remembered that when I watched it. So, but now Reed has like gray hair, so the storm like reversed the power of just for men. I don't know, that was weird. Like yeah, have him start the movie with the gray hair. Like it doesn't matter.
0: That makes a lot more, yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever, like, who knows.
2: That's stupid. Knows, dude? <laughs> That's how he got the gray hair, I always wondered. Uh, meanwhile, Johnny has a fever of 209 degrees, but he goes skiing with, uh, you know, his Maria hot nerves, Manunos. <laughs> and I understand he's the human torch, but it, I don't know, to me that made no sense that he's like 209 degrees and doesn't even realize it. Uh, anyway, he turns into the Human Torch while snowboarding, crashes into a snowbank, and the nurse and him proceed to have sex in it.
0: Yeah, that was pretty hot.
2: <laughs> or cold. Well, it turned into like a little, um, what do you call those, a uh, hot spring.
0: Yes.
2: Meanwhile, Doom's stock is in bad shape, which will probably happen to Amazon when Jeff Bezos' ship blows up or something like that. <laughs> probably not. Hopefully not that'd be bad I hope not I hope not too but uh it's it's it it is a little eerie how we're like <laughs> Jeff Bezos is about to go into space and dr. doom went into space and it failed and now his stock's dropping and their correlation to our real life in the podcast
0: yeah yeah uh
2: this was hilarious so his assistant then asked oh well, they doom has a scar now. And it's tracking well, apparently people like it. And his assistant then asked Doom, why sue when you could have any woman in the world? It's like, dude, it's Jess Galba. She's like a top 1% of good-looking women in the world. That's an idiotic <laughs> question.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I would immediately yeah. fire that guy. Like, you could have any woman in the world. Why are you settling for this cow? <laughs> like, yeah. um, It's like, have, stupid questions will get you fired. Have you looked at her? You can have okay. any woman in the world, yeah. When people say you could have any woman in the world, that's the kind of woman they you envision when you say something like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I knew I recognized this guy. He was in, for like a couple episodes, he was in The Stand reboot from 2020.
2: Oh. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Doom?
0: Uh, no, not Dr. Doom. Oh, uh, just... The guy who asked the dumb question.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, well, whatever... Hopefully... What the hell is the virus called in the stand? Uh, Captain Trips got him.
2: Oh, good. That's what he yeah. gets for this stupid question. Yep. So Sue and Reed talk about their relationship, and Sue says, I want to be seen as she turns invisible. <laughs> ha Get it? Get it?
0: Good symmetry.
2: Like, as soon oh, as she way, said that, I was like, oh, yep, yeah, here it comes.
0: When Doom uh, proposes to Sue... He says something. These four words will change your life forever. And then Reed says something that I will quote later on at the end of the movie. Or at the end of the podcast, rather.
2: All right.
0: Yeah. So. Cute little dialogue.
2: So she is surprised and knocks over a bottle, and Reed's arm stretches with bad CGI to grab it. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, by the way, uh, you want to talk about bad CGI? Bad graphics, man? Uh, when they get hit with those fireballs, dude, it was so bad. Was
2: oh, like yeah, that was rough.
0: Quite, it was not quite like Shark Boy and Lava Girl bad, but it was really bad.
2: Yeah, that was not good. No. So Johnny then comes in, tells them both what happened. He's, yeah, has Maria Menuzos' coat wrapped around his junk. And yeah. uh, Reed concludes that the cloud or storm or whatever the hell it was has altered their DNA. Uh, meanwhile, Doom is losing his hair, which uh, he doesn't do anymore in the movie, so I don't know why they threw that in there. And He'll keep shot at me because I'm going bald. Well, he did, but he doesn't really go further bald. Like his hairline recedes a little bit, but like yeah, I would have thought his hair would be completely gone, but but no. Um, and then Ben is turning into a rock man. So yeah, uh, yeah, and then He's Ben. Pretty-
0: uh, I think they're gonna call him Man Mountain Rock.
2: Mhm. And then Ben runs home to his wife, he shows her what she's become and she freaks out and runs off.
0: Yeah, what a What a harlot.
2: <laughs> she's only in it for the looks.
0: What about till Death Do Us Part? She
2: was she fell in love with Michael Chickless, not the uh, the thing.
0: Well, to be fair, everyone loves Michael Chickless. That's why everyone's going dickless for him.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, whatever. You, you don't like dickless for chickless, that's fine.
2: I don't. I still don't even really know what it is, but...
0: It's just a stupid pun. Okay. Or not even a pun, a stupid rhyme.
2: Like dicks out for Harambe? Sort of. Okay, I got it.
0: Yeah, but in this case, you're actually cutting your dick off.
2: No, I'd rather whip it out for Harambe, RIP. Well, but
0: I'm mean, like, you know, what's his name? Mike Vrabel said he would do it for the Titans to win a Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: I would let him do it for the Titans when a Super Bowl, too.
0: (laughs) I bet you would.
2: Well, no, he said he cut off his balls.
0: Oh, yeah, his balls, because he doesn't need them anymore, yeah.
2: So, yeah, thing goes to the Brooklyn Bridge, and what a coincidence. Someone just happens to walk over, and he's going to jump and kill himself. Yeah, and
0: and then then the thing saves him, and then he gets sued.
2: (laughs) Well, Ben kind of saves him, but then there's a giant pileup of cars. Which, by
0: the way, By the way, this this grief counseling, this, uh, you know, talking to me down from the ledge, some of the worst attempt I've ever seen. You think you got it bad? That's not what you say to someone who's going to commit suicide.
2: Well, to be fair, he's like, I'm a rock man, so. Yeah, I'm a man mountain rock. And what another coincidence, though, is one of the cars in the pileup is the cab containing Reed, Johnny, and
0: Sue. That was lucky. Yeah, that is quite the quinky dink.
2: So Sue turns invisible to get past the people, but oh no, her power stopped working just as even she was in her bra and panties. That's, uh. That seemed deliberate. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the police shoot Ben, a fire truck crashes, and Sue uses her force field to hold back the flames, and Ben saves the fire truck, and Reed uses his stretching power to save one of the firemen, so they manage to. Save the day from a problem they essentially created. Good
0: work. Yes. Yes, very much so. Like, um, you've seen Team America World Police, I assume? Yes. When they're going through just, you know, blasting nukes and everything, like, ah, we saved the city! And then it just, yeah.
2: Well, get used to it. There won't be more action scenes for a long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right.
2: And honestly, this was a not that great of an
0: action scene. <laughs> yes, I would agree.
2: So after the crowd cheers for the for the four, Ben's wife shows up and takes off the ring and lays it down. I wrote, "What a cold-hearted bitch!" Just as he saves a fireman, it's like, "Ugh, I can't can't be with you anymore." <laughs> like,
0: I can't be with what have you become? You're ugly, and you're a hero. What?
2: Yeah, hopefully, uh. Hopefully she died of coronavirus, because that...
0: Oh, don't uh, say that.
2: Not the actor, the character. Oh, okay. The actor was just doing what she was told, which was Mm. terrible stage direction. The character (laughs) is a horrible person who only values looks, apparently. Yeah,
0: very, very shallow.
2: Yeah. So Reed then promises to turn Ben back into Ben. And the police chief tells them that they're all over the news, and the media are calling them the Fantastic Four. So Reed talks to the media and tells them what happened. Meanwhile, the board tells Doom they're pulling out.
0: That's hot. Yeah,
2: thank you. I was hoping you'd...
0: (laughs) I've been making dick jokes this entire episode. Of course I would. That's true.
2: So the four head to the Baxter building to diagnose themselves. Stan Lee gives them their mail, lots of past due bills... No. Cameo for Stan.
0: Yeah. You know, Good just, stuff.
2: You know, I realized uh, I I can't really count it, but we've always been saying that Samuel Jackson will lead when it's all said and done. will lead the podcast in most appearances. Might actually be Stan Lee, but it's only no, cameos. No. I...
0: Oh yeah, with cameos, yeah, but yeah,
2: I I can't count that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Johnny then asks something actually intelligent after he uh, Ben is too heavy for the elevator. He says, how come he can't turn it on and off like we can? <laughs> and that is a question that will never be answered, but I thought it was at least intelligent. Yeah. Uh, so they get to work on diagnosing themselves, and here's where the action really grinds to a halt.
0: <laughs> yes, screeching halt.
2: I mean, like, just think back to Spider-Man. Remember how long it took him to discover his powers? It was like a montage. He got up on the roof. He's like, oh, tally-ho, and flew off. And then he eventually figured out web-slinging. He could climb the wall, and then he fought Randy Savage. This is, like, a a good 40% of the movie. (laughs) Maybe longer. Maybe, you know what? No, it's it's about 60. It's probably more than half the movie of them just figuring out their powers. No, you're right. Yeah. Um. So let's see, where did we get? Uh, Doom shows up and yells at Reed, and then electricity starts going crazy when Doom gets mad. So, uh, also when he was when the guy asked him that stupid question, he realized he could like move the silverware without touching it. So yeah. he's got some kind of weird magneto powers.
1: Mhm.
2: And then we learn Johnny can get so hot that he approaches supernova. Uh, Sue turns invisible and she's frustrated, and then they have to throw in a joke like, oh, you control your emotions better, you know. Women, am I right, guys? <laughs> uh, and Doom is turning
0: into a metal person, and then he kills a doctor. <sighs> yeah. That's Victor von <laughs> Doom guy. I knew he was a bad egg from the day he was born.
2: You know, I gotta. I, well, I'll save it for one.
0: Also, minute. why don't you just change your name? <laughs> like, when my when my um, kin um, immigrated over here from Germany, they stopped going by Balding. I thought you were going to say, they stopped going by Hitler. We changed yes. our name to Baldwin. Yes, we quit going by Hitler, because apparently there was some stigma. Uh,
2: yeah. So Reed is going to build a machine to recreate the storm and try to reverse their powers. Doom then kills someone in his... Uh, on his board meeting, no, on the board of his uh stupid company, and this is where I went to say that point. Doom is basically uh ripping off Green Goblin from Spider Man, but doing it way worse. Yeah, <laughs> he he gets his powers. He was always a dick. He gets his powers, kills a doctor, and then kills a board member. <laughs> Same order.
1: Mhm.
2: But at least. But like, I mean, Green Goblin said like back to formula, which was cool. What did Doom <laughs> say when he killed the Doctor? Was like, I'll get a second opinion.
0: Like that sucks. Oh my god.
2: But I will, I will say this: the special effects on killing the board member was better than the pumpkin bomb, which turned him into skeletons. So <laughs> I'll give it credit, but it's also five years, no, four years uh, more technology. Anyway, yeah. um. Johnny is tired of being kept inside, so he enters the X Games, as one does. And he rides a dirt bike, and he tries to fly, because he thinks he can get the ability to fly, but he can't, and he crashes. Um, He then gets on TV and names all of them. He's like, it was Mr. Fantastic, but I heard he's flaccid. (laughs) Uh, The Invisible Girl, and Sue's like, what do you mean, girl? And then the thing... And then Thing and Johnny get into a fight afterwards, and Thing storms off. Whatever. So Thing then goes to a bar. He breaks a glass with his big rock hand. At least the bartender was cool with them. The the bartender can at least appreciate Ben, and whereas his stupid wife can't. <laughs> think about that. The bartender was more nice, was nicer to Ben than his own wife.
0: Well, he wants good tips. He's working for tips, dude.
2: I know, but like, you don't think Ben he. The guy had a job where he goes into space, he, he makes good money for his wife. I mean, maybe she makes good money, too. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, we don't know who the breadwinner is here. Come on, dude.
2: Yeah, but he, he does have a job. He does pilot spaceships or something, so that's got to mm. pay pretty well, I would think. I mean, not enough I to get out of pay, a, a Brooklyn I apartment.
0: Like, I heard they pay him around like $13 an hour.
2: Could be. <laughs> get that minimum wage up to 15
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, my Doctor Doom is gonna knock your socks off. All right, I, I've got a. I like my cast. I actually put some really good thought into it. I do too. I, I have put some thought into this. Um, I'm just struggling on my Mister Fantastic right now.
2: Yeah, it's hard when you take away Jim Halpert. Yeah. So. Well, that I'm
0: trying to go. I am trying to go outside of the hero universe, and it's really hard. Hmm. Like trying to get someone who has not been in some MCU or DCU movie before. And it is, at this point, it's nearly impossible. That too. Because I was, I, f-
2: I can't remember which character, but I, I, I picked one. I'm like, oh wait, he was already in an MCU movie and these all movies are all connected. So I can't recast him twice. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, so, so Thing says, if there's a God, he hates me. And some blind woman says, she is not so into hate. At that point I would yeah. have just gotten up and left, be like, Okay. She's like,
0: don't... The, she's like that Dish Wallace song, Tell Me All Your Thoughts on God.
2: Yeah, I'm like, not interested in hearing about female God.
0: I don't I don't I think God is bigger than a gender construct, but I could be wrong.
2: Well, for me, it brings back a, a horrible memory. I was sleeping off a hangover and someone knocked on the door and I went and answered it.
0: Oh, the uh the Jehovah's Witnesses, right?
2: They weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. They, I don't know what they were, but they were like, hey, we're here to talk to you about God the Mother. I'm like, oh, man. What have I done? Yeah. And it's like, you know there's all these scriptures in the Bible about God being a man. Well, there's some that relates to God being a woman. I'm like, okay. I'm like, just give me your literature. I'll show up at your meeting. And of course I didn't, but yeah. I'm like, I have a hangover. I'd like to go back to bed, and you're waking me up about God the Mother. <laughs> I mean, you can believe whatever you want but like don't wake hey. me up from a hangover so this woman <laughs> saying that would have given me a flashback to that and I would have left
0: maybe that b b b banger of uh, counting blue cars by Dishwalla should be the outro
2: no I got a good outro
0: even though it doesn't relate at all to the I movie g- other than Kerry Washington saying she no I got an outro nice dude you better not uh, you better not disappoint pal I never do <laughs> uh so, some of your choices are very disappointing. Like what? Anytime you go for some rock that came out after the year 2010, sir. Um, Like what? You know, you do it all the time, bruh. Well, a lot of them relate. I'm sorry. Well, you should be.
2: I I don't... Ne- look, the, the outros aren't necessarily songs I always enjoy. It's just songs that fit.
0: Mmm, that sounds like some backpedaling.
2: Not backpedaling. Mm,
0: okay. I'm,
2: I, okay. I've asked you to come up with an example, and you could not do it.
0: Whatever, dude. I'll give you an example. Anytime Ice Nine Kills comes up, I'm always a little disappointed.
2: Well, they wrote a song about the crow. Did you want me to not use it?
0: I don't give a shit what they wrote about the crow.
2: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I've only used them once. Either way. And it was a song about the crow and we review The Crow, it made sense.
0: You make sense.
2: I know. That's why I did it. Fair enough. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Thing learns her name's Alicia, and they have a nice moment, and we never really see her again until the very end. Uh, Meanwhile, Doom meets with Thing because his plan is to get rid of Reed's bodyguard, and Doom's scar's gotten worse. He tells Reed is taking up too much, uh, too long and hanging out with Sue too much. And Reed and Sue get back to the lab, and Thing is there, and he yells at them for wasting time. Which, to be fair, it's like Reed's telling everybody to uh, stay inside, and like (laughs) Reed and
0: uh, Sue go on a break.
2: Yeah, Reed and Sue go on a date, and Sue went out. She did another strip tease, but we didn't. She actually succeeded this time. But, well, it's implied she had to get completely naked because her clothes were all on the sidewalk people were chasing her. No means no. Exactly. <laughs> so she got naked to avoid being raped. Think about that. Yeah. Makes sense, actually.
0: <laughs> Bruh, I am really struggling on my <laughs> for Fantastic. And it kills me.
2: Well, you're the one who said can't use John Krasinski, so I don't feel bad for you. You shouldn't. So Johnny shows a uh, Thing the action figure. It says it's clobbering time. That's the only time they say it in the movie. Uh, Johnny and Sue then yell at each other, uh, Reed, meanwhile, activated the machine, it didn't work, and now he has, like, Bell's palsy, so, looks like he's melting, which, uh, apparently is temporary, because he's fine just, like, a few scenes later.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever.
2: But Doom sees this happening on a monitor, and as Reed and Sue leave, Doom talks Thing into... into the machine, turns it on, turns Ben back into Ben, but also Doom absorbs the power from the machine, uh, the machine's power source, which is this recreated storm. Doom then kidnaps Reed and decides to put on a helmet to cover up his scars, which he just happened to have the Dr. Doom helmet. Cool. That's convenient. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. very, Very convenient for him.
2: Uh, He freezes Reed, negating his stretch powers, and he fires a missile at the Baxter building, but Johnny turns into the Human Torch, finally, and flies off and finally gets rid of the missile as he sets, like, a boat of trash on fire with maybe people in it. I don't know. (laughs) I would would assume there had been someone in there driving the boat, but he just set the whole ship ablaze. (laughs) Uh, But then he lands in the Hudson River and extinguishes his flames
0: so my god breaking news dude right uh, now on raw it'll be very well dated by the time this episode comes out there's a symphony of destruction match going on
2: so sue comes in and fights with doom <laughs> but he is stronger than her of course and then actually doom even though he's he's looking really hideous at the moment he uh he did get the best powers so there's that Uh, Thing then comes in and makes a save. Uh, Doom and Thing battle to the street. And Doom is about to kill Thing when the other... Yeah, uh, by the way, uh, Thing... Ben turned back into the Thing. So he gave it up to save his friends. Uh, Yeah, so Reed tells Johnny... uh, They they finally start working as a team, is the big thing. And Reed tells Johnny to reach Supernova. He's like, oh, I thought we agreed that was bad. He's like, just do it. And then he does, and it heats up Doom, and then Thing unleashes a fire hydrant, and Reed turns into a big S, and it, like, sprays Doom with the hot, uh, sprays him, and he's like, here's a science lesson. What happens when you rapidly cool hot metal? And uh, I looked it up. If you very rapidly cool a a metal, it forms a metallic glass, which is not what happened in the movie, so yeah. the movie did not even follow its own science that it just laid out.
0: <laughs> yeah, who, who knows,
1: dude?
2: So, uh, but it does turn him into, like, this statue, which is like a callback to the beginning of the movie, where it's like, oh, he finally had a statue. And instead of Thing just being like, okay, time to smash it, they don't. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why would you risk him coming back? Which, by the way, he does in the sequel. Uh. So after the fight, they're at a party, Reproposes proposes to Sue, Thing is with Alicia, Johnny makes a flaming four in the sky. But that's not all. We see Doom... Oh, no, what did
0: I miss, dude?
2: Oh, you didn't see the post-credits?
0: No. Was it a Silver Surfer teaser? No.
1: Okay. Doom
2: is locked in a shipping crate. And they're like, oh, it's going back to Latveria. And the guy's little tablet thing starts, like, flickering... And he looks into the shipping crate, and Doom's just frozen there, apparently metallic glass. And his tablet thing is like starts flickering. And it's like, oh, Doom's still alive. So, whatever. The end.
0: Yeah, this movie was ass, and as such, it gets a three out of ten.
2: Yeah. So, it's funny because last week, Batman Begins is like. Well, what if superheroes were real? And it's like, oh, that's interesting. And this is like, Fantastic Four is like, what if superheroes were the most cliched thing we could come up with? <laughs> it's like, all these coincidences, the most generic villain, the science stuff. I don't know. It was boring. I mean, we had. I mean, think about this you had the one action scene on the bridge which was not that interesting. Then you had their fight with Doom, which was also not that good. I mean, Doom beat him up a little bit and then they sprayed him with water. I mean, they bait, that's, that's what they did. So it's really boring. Not a lot of action. And it's like, you've got four superheroes, which in theory should be a lot of action. You've got Dr. Doom, who's one of the most powerful villains in all of Marvel and this is what you come up with. Ugh. I have to go two and a half.
0: Boy, if you thought this was bad, wait until like a year from now when we get to review the reboot. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I, I've already seen the... the IM, uh, Not IMDb, but Rotten Tomatoes score that. and I don't know. Hopefully, the new movie can... I don't know why they just can't make a good Fantastic Four movie. They're over three, which is amazing because it's one of the the, uh, the 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 pillars of Marvel. I mean, it's like Spider Man, X Men, Fantastic Four. It's like three of the biggest things that Marvel created, and they just can't get it right. But we will
0: with our cast. Yes, we will. This is of course coming to you in twenty twenty four. In the fantasy world of Eddie and Caleb's hero cast, and as such, and they actually make them out around 2024 in real life, but as such, I don't know. Here's the order I'm gonna go with: I'm gonna go Doom, Human Torch, The Thing, Invisible Girl, and Mister Fan- then Mister Fantastic. But that's my idea anyway. Or maybe we go Human Torch, The Thing, Invisible Girl, Doom, and then Mister Fantastic. Whatever you feel is best. <laughs> I'll care. follow your lead, sir.
2: I'll do a... I'll start with Sue Storm. How about that?
0: That works, man.
2: I... So, Sue Storm, I picked as uh, Rhea Seahorn, which uh, she What's is it? Kim Wexler in Better Call Saul. To me, she plays a, a great attorney... And it's like, again, it's someone who I look at and I'm like, yeah, I could see, I mean, she's very pretty. And it's like, yeah, I could see her as an attorney. I mean, I could also see her as like a scientist. And I would like to see her, and look, she's done some, i want to say action, but like heavy drama with Better Call Saul. So I would like to see her get like a, a bigger, you know, action um Type role, and she's got the she got the look of a, of a Sue Storm too. And by the way, my cast is going to be generally older, 40s, 50s, except for oh. one, and I'll explain why that logic is. Actually, I'll do it now because, as I mentioned earlier, to be a scientist to the point where it's like you're going into space to study things, you have to be really, really smart, and you have to have years of experience. And typically, if you have years of experience, you're a little older. Hence, my older cast.
0: Well, that may be the case, but <laughs> I went kind of the opposite way, not even considering, but you know. I told it's you. A, I thought I put a lot of thought into this one. It's a movie. So, whatever. It's be a uh, great My Invisible movie. Girl, familiar face to those of you who uh watch hero movies as we do. She will be on this on this podcast already, not once but not twice but thrice. I am referring to the Queen's Gambit herself, Anya Taylor Joy from Split, from Glass, and from what was it, the New Mutants as well. She would be my Sue Storm.
2: Hmm. Oh,
0: by the way, this was the exact this
2: was the one I was thinking. Of. I'm like, man, the girl that played Sylvie, Sophie Martino would make a good Sue Storm. I'm like, oh wait, can't do that. She's in the same universe. That's who I was exactly. thinking of.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. Um. Let's see here. Oh, who do you want to go with next?
1: Uh,
2: let's go with The Thing. Okay. I picked, couldn't pick Jim, but I am going to pick Roy. That's huh. right. David Denman. Look, and here's why I think this is a great pick. Things got to be big, but also, again, got to be like a smart person. And I think, uh, I mean, Den, David's a, a big dude, but also in the uh, there, you know once you shaved, once he shaved off the beard and did his hair up you know Roy's a, a pretty you know respectable looking guy and I could buy the fact that he would be a, a scientist and, yeah. and by the way I will by say way- thing in the movie actually looked okay for the special effects of Reed looking terrible but yeah, yeah. I would I think uh, I think old Roy could could do a pretty good uh, pretty good thing just don't hit him with the uh, bear mace.
0: I was gonna say, can Pam play his wife? Um
2: oh, yeah, the one that just leaves them and is like,
0: Oh, you're ugly now. <laughs> okay, well it's funny you mentioned David Denman because he will also be on this hero cast not once but twice, for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Power Rangers twenty seventeen and he was in Brightburn. Um mm-hmm. my thing sorry that sounds weird, sounds like I'm talking about my <laughs> penis but uh Whoa. my Ben Grimm <laughs> uh he's a bit he's a few years older than the rest of my cast uh, a couple of years older than some younger actually younger than my Doctor Doom but my Ben Grimm I chose a man who I've come to adore his performances I first saw him as a high schooler in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia And then I saw him on the show kingdom. And then I saw him in Cobra freaking Kai and then Cruella. I'm talking about stingray himself, Paul Walter Hauser. This man also played Richard Jewell, kind of a big, kind of a fat guy, not really fit, but you know, you can do wonderful things with CGI. Just ask Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I think, you know, I wanted to go with a bigger guy anyway. I was like, "Ah, I don't really want to go with a bodybuilder, but like, I guess if you go with a bodybuilder, the ideal guy would be, like, someone in the shape of, like, John Cena.
2: Yeah. I actually did think about
0: John Cena, but I'm like, nah, I don't buy him as a scientist. (laughs) Well, I did, too, but then I was like, ah, but he's also, he's already going to be in the DCU, so it's like, I may as well not bother.
2: Yeah. I mean, that I don't mind, because you can cross over. I mean, look at, it. Oh, and he
0: was my RoboCop.
2: Idris Elba. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you remember all your LRIs, but he was my RoboCop. I don't remember my LRIs. Um, I try to keep them on my notes, but... So,
2: Human Torch is my one young guy, and I gave this character some depth, because I don't like... I'm going to complain, and I think I I railed on uh, Human Torch more than any other cast member for the shallowness of the character. Well, I... I propose something better. My Human Torch is going to be Jack Quaid.
0: Whoa, and, Huey!
2: Yeah, and the reason, I'm like, okay, let's give him some depth. So how about this? He's he's 30, well, he's 29 now, but he'll be 30 when we start filming our fake movie. But yes. uh, he's going to be, like, wh- why does he like fast cars and doing all this stuff? Because, in my world... Johnny Storm graduated college when he was 17. He's one of those super smart kids, and since he was since 18 years old till he's 30, he's he's had six figure jobs, which is great. And but he's also had to work like 60, 70 hours a week, you know, working at governments or NASA or whatever. And he never really got to have like a great childhood. He didn't really have any friends that are into the stuff he's into. He's always hanging out with older people, so he's like his one escape. Is like, hey, let me buy this motorcycle, you know, let me buy this Ducati or whatever, uh, and just go skydiving or whatever. And it's like that's his escape. So I give him a little bit of depth, whereas this movie didn't. You're welcome.
0: Proud of you, buddy. Uh, my my human torch. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how well he would do here. Uh, Not been in a lot of movies, done a lot of TV, but I wanted to go bold, and I feel like I did for these next three guys we're going to talk about. And my Human Torch, I feel like he plays the role of the young, you know, jock pretty well. Cole Sprouse from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and also Riverdale. I have no idea who that is. (laughs) He was in Riverdale. I've never seen it. Whatever. He was uh, Big Daddy. He was the kid. You can keep
2: saying characters. I've never seen the show.
0: Whatever, dude. You've (laughs) never seen Big Daddy. With Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. He was the kid. Well, him and his brother, because he's a twin. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I saw it years and years ago. Yeah, well, when he was a kid, obviously, but whatever. Um, Doom and then Mr. Fantastic, or what do we think?
2: Yeah, my Doctor Doom. Unlike this movie, I'm gonna pick someone with an accent. Ooh, me too. <laughs> because he's from a fake country, so the accent doesn't really matter because you can be whatever he wants. I suspect the country's near Russia since it's called Latveria.
0: Let but, me ask: uh, Is your Doctor Doom gonna be in a romantic relationship with Sue Storm or no?
2: No, it's gonna I mean, be. mine easy. either.
0: Mine either. Thank you for asking
2: it's going <laughs> to it's going to be like the initial uh, he did not go to space with them in the comics he was like partners with reed and then he went insane and then like did an experiment that reed didn't agree with and then turned himself into this something like that it's been a while but my doctor doom is going to be oh i i know the name i'm uh, but i know i'm i just know i'm going to butcher it but i'll try Nicolia koster Waldo better known from... as G- Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones.
1: Huh.
2: He's from... Okay. Uh, where is he from? Is he... Uh, he is from... Europe. Yeah, Europe. <laughs> <laughs> now he... Oh, shoot, is it Dutch? No, not Dutch. That's not what I meant. It, he is from... Uh, oh, here it is. He is... A, yeah, Danish actor. Okay. So, yeah, he can have an accent doesn't really matter which one, because, like I said, La is not real, so it's fine. but I liked his portrayal as Jamie Lannister. He can definitely play the the big time heel, and he also but he also has that look of like, yeah, I could buy this guy as like a scientist, sure, as like a eccentric billionaire scientist, yeah, why
0: not well. I'm proud of that one. My Doctor Doom is going to be definitely, like, if not the concept alone, the actor is going to draw people in. He is an icon of hero cinema. Recently retired a character. None other than the legend himself, Hugh Jackman. Hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I'm glad you uh, agree. I think you would play off the role pretty well. Uh, He is a bit older than the rest of the cast. Uh, I think that works to uh, to my advantage, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: you know, as as long as they don't recast. But also, it it makes no
0: sense to be like, oh, hey, this guy is like a freaking trillionaire. Yeah, he's a little bit older than everyone else. Okay, that's you know whatever. Well, my
2: cast is all old people, so I approve.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. uh, Last but not least, not John Krasinski. Who is your Reed Richards?
2: I couldn't get John Krasinski, but I did get a John, John Hamm.
0: Well, you couldn't get John Krasinski because he was too busy uh, directing A Quiet Place Part 3. But you got John Hamm?
2: I got John Hamm as Mr. Fantastic. Again, I would prefer Krasinski. that,
0: that That is really good.
2: Thank you. Um. Like I can
0: see it right now in my mind's eye, I can see like yeah, John Hamm could be Mr. Fantastic. What if I mean, we I, just manifested John Ham as Mr. Fantastic?
2: Well, listen, I mean I'm looking at a photo right now on his Wikipedia and he even has like a couple grey hairs under he right by the ear. Like,
0: yeah, like you don't have to do any makeup on him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, like I said, and I could see him, you know, he and he and uh You know, Lannister, are about the same age. Um, Yeah. Waldo. He and Waldo are about the same age. So I could buy that they were old college buddies and, you know, they went astray, but they're both scientists. Yeah, it all, you know, I, I, I really had to struggle with this one. I came up with the other ones pretty easily. Although, well, Jack Quaid I had to think outside the box on because I'm like, I need someone different. And I kept... My main complaint with the movie was Human Torch being so shallow. Like, I really need to really need to come with a backstory for him. I think I did that, but yeah, Mr. Fantastic without being able to use John Krasinski was tough. But I think John Hamm would would do it. And I part of me even kind of wants him more than John Krasinski. But then if you search like fan made posters where you see like. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as it's Sue, always, as yeah, Sue always, Storm and Reed Richards always, <laughs>
0: it's like man that looks so cool I can't oh, I can't man. not be it can't not be them now but well it's not going to be Emily Blunt but John Krasinski's definitely going to be um Mr. Fantastic. Um, let's see here my Mr. Fantastic. He doesn't do a lot anymore but he is damn good. Another an icon probably been typecasted because he played such an iconic role. He ventured into horror. Daniel Radcliffe. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like I was like looking at this cast. I'm like, who looks like they could have good. And another thing is like when I was casting Mr. Fantastic, I was like, who looks like they would have good chemistry with specifically with Sue Storm, which in my case was Anya Taylor Joy, I was like, well, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe for sure, for sure. Um, so that that's why I went with uh, Harry Potter as my Mister Fantastic.
2: <laughs> Our second Harry
0: Potter reference in the show. When did we make a Harry Potter reference earlier? Uh oh yeah, Maria right.
2: Menounos' stupid movie trivia. It's like, where, yeah. where did Harry Potter go? From.
0: Yeah, door Yes, I know it was Gryffindor. I was being stupid. Um, ah, I see. Yeah. Well, are we done? We got next week. Let's uh, recap our cast right quick. Uh, my Doctor Doom was Hugh Jackman. My Human Torch was Cole Sprouse. My Ben Grimm, slash the thing, Paul Walter Hauser. Invisible Girl, Anya Taylor-Joy. And my Mr. Fantastic, Daniel Radcliffe.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, my Sue Storm was Rhea Seahorn. And my. Uh, I just forgot his. Oh, David Denman as The Thing. And uh, Jack Quaid as Human Torch. Uh, Dr. Doom is, of course, Nicolia Koster-Waldau, And John Hamm is Mr. Fantastic.
0: Yes, yes. Well, folks, join us next week. We venture back into Disney Plus when we review Sky High. Yeah, we may have a guest for that one. I, I have to talk to them, but we may have a guest on next week's episode.
2: Sky High. What month did that come out? As another July of uh two thousand five.
0: Uh, was it? Yeah. All right. Two
2: thousand
0: five,
2: just full of summer blockbusters
0: yeah absolutely from shark boy and lava girl all the way to the fantastic four um uh, well, sky high yeah, yeah. um <laughs> well folks we are going to get out of here um let me see here i gotta send you the quote because it's a it's a two-person thing oh jeez.
2: all right well as you do that let me just run down a couple upcoming episodes. So we got Sky High next week, the week after, Legend of Zorro. The week after that, V for Vendetta. And that is all of 2005. So mm-hmm. that's what you got to look forward to. And I don't know how much more time I can kill because you uh, haven't sent me the quote yet.
0: You I distracted. guess we can get in. Yeah.
2: You were supposed I'm to be doing that
0: I'm sending it to you right now. Here's what you need to say. Okay. I sent it to you. I see it. All right. So you're quoting Mr. Doom, and I'm quoting Mr. Fantastic.
2: Four little words that can change your life forever.
0: The cloud is accelerating!